Hey, welcome everyone to the From the Shadows podcast. I'm your host, Shane Grove, and still missing is the super producer, Jason, but he's still on the mend. Um, I know you guys are probably getting sick of me telling you he's still on the mend, but he, he definitely is. He's feeling better every every week, um, and he will be back soon. Uh, he's chomping at the bit to do something, so uh, so never fear. And he's, he says, hey, because uh, every day I get a message, a text, a uh, some kind of uh, uh, email asking how he's doing, and yes, he's 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 getting better. So he's uh, just keep praying for him. He's he says that's really working, and uh, he appreciates all the concern. So he's going to get back as soon as he can. And uh, until then, you know, I'll give a shout out to Phil. Uh, he's he's kind of filling in and, and doing some producing uh, of the show, making it sound a little bit uh, professional. Um, so me and the Howler appreciate that for sure. So uh, I want to remind everybody, though, that if you do have a story and you want to share it, um, feel free to get a hold of me on uh, uh, our Facebook pages, the From the Shadows podcast Facebook page or the After the Shadows forum page. Uh, you can get a hold of us at fromtheshadowspodcast.com uh, on the contact page. Email us. Or you can find me on Instagram at Shane Grove Author and send me a message. Or the From the Shadows uh, podcast Instagram page. And that is how uh, today's guest got a hold of me. And uh, it's one of the – I don't. I, I want to almost say this was kind of meant to be because normally in the middle of the night I don't check my phone. But I happened to roll over just to check the time, and I saw this message from – from this gentleman and it was so intriguing that i got up out of bed in the middle of the night to just kind of make sure that i was uh, uh not going to miss miss what he had to say so uh without further ado i'm going to introduce daniel welcome to the show daniel hello hi <laughs> so so daniel i've you know we've been we've been working hard to make this happen you know, so uh, I, let, let's just let's just what made you what happened to you that made you reach out to uh, to the podcast and just kind of kind of ask if uh, I think it was, hey, do you guys take uh, eyewitness reports? I think that was sort of the, sort yeah. of what you ask. <laughs> so That's what so what so what spurred you on to do that? So. Even though this happened like a year and a half ago, probably maybe a little more than that. Sometimes I'll just kind of think about it. I'll think, man, I really kind of want to see if there's anybody who's like into this kind of stuff who might like know something. You know, personally, I'm a I'm into all the weird stuff. You know, like I watched X Files, science fiction, uh, all that kind of stuff. You know, Bigfoot, Monster Quest, all that. Yeah, just totally. Of course, into. of course, what every real American should be into, right? <laughs> That's what we all should be. That's the world would be a better place if that's all we if that's all we cared about. I kind of watched a lot of lost tapes when I was a kid, and that's why I don't sleep anymore. But um, <laughs> so basically, just again, what happened was, yeah, a year and a half ago, I, you know, I live in a pretty heavily wooded area. There's like a bunch of major subdivisions here and there, but there are some pretty big wooded areas, you know, and I never heard of anything like this happening in the area before i mean there's there's never really been any like bigfoot sightings or anything 
crazy. And I don't think this was Bigfoot, though. This was definitely something, like, out of Stranger Things, if I'm being honest. That's the only way I know how to describe it. But, you know, a year and a half ago, I was doing what I've always done at night, probably probably kind of close to midnight, I think it was, maybe a little past midnight, possibly. I was I was going for a run. And I was probably, I want to say, pro- I was more than a mile, maybe close to two miles away from where my house is. And, you know, I was running with music on when I heard something. And this isn't where the weird part happens. What I heard was my dog. My dog had ended up following me from my house and I didn't have a leash or anything. So I was worried like, okay, he's going to run away and I'm not going to like find him for a few days. So I decided to start walking back home because I knew he'd follow me back home. And we got, my dog and I, we got near this hill or right at this hill rather. That's literally down the road from my house. Like it, it is right down the road from, from my house. And this hill, it's, it's a road a paved road that's in between these two heavily treed, heavily wooded areas. Um, and we were, we were walking and I was walking and what made me stop was I realized I didn't hear my dog walking. Cause you know, I can usually hear him like panting along the way. I stopped walking cause he was just quiet and it didn't freak me out at first. You know, I just, I looked back at him and I was like, hey, buddy, come on, let's go. And he was he was staring at the woods like he was staring at the trees. Now, this was at night. There weren't any lamps or anything. You know, and I wasn't really that concerned at first because he he'll do that. He'll just kind of stare out. You know. I started to get concerned, though, when I realized he wasn't like getting closer, he wasn't really moving or anything. He's not the bravest dog, but if there's something that he is not familiar with, he is going to like chase after it, try to, you know, figure out what it is. You know, most dogs do that. So I kind of looked in the direction of what he was, of where he was looking and I couldn't really see anything because there's a lot of trees. It was, you know, dark. I could almost see something like, see, this kind of like this, almost like a silhouette, almost. And that's when I was like, okay, something's going on. He started, my dog, he started to kind of whimper a little bit. And that's when I got really concerned because, you know, if if your dog starts like just whimpering in place and isn't able to make a full bark happen, you know, something's like not right. So I turned my flashlight on my phone on just to see if I can kind of see anything. And my, my, the flashlight on my phone, not very bright. But it was bright enough to where I could see that it was reflecting off of something, you know. So the first thing I think I thought was like, okay, this isn't like a living thing. This isn't like an animal or anything because whatever it is, it's just reflective. You know, it wasn't like super shiny. It was kind of like a glossy kind of reflecting back kind of texture, whatever it was. And when I did that, my dog, he, he let out like this, this really aggressive bark. And that really let me know that this was a really bad situation to be in because he, like I said, he's not brave, but he is not aggressive. You know, he's a border collie, not aggressive at all. Just usually he doesn't even make a lot of sound, you know. So I was about to kind of start walking closer, you know, and then I heard like a little bit of movement, like a little bit of trees, branches moving, leaves are kind of rustling. And that's when I kind of like, okay, there is something alive i guess something that's capable of movement 
Well, as I was about, as I, right as I was about to like kind of move closer, this car came down the hill. Now, the going down this hill, it's 10 miles per hour. And this person, they had their brights on. So their brights were on. They were getting closer to that spot. And as the car was going down closer, the light was hitting that spot more. And not even a minute later, this, the light hit fully. And all I could see was just this tall, thin, just this black figure, you know, hidden in the trees. And what scared me the most was there were no facial features. Or if there were, I couldn't see them. It was just this reflective, smooth-bodied thing is all I can call it. I don't know what to call it. And as soon as, like, I saw it, I kind of just froze. And my dog, like, was just acting the same, still whimpering, still kind of letting out some pretty aggressive barks, you know, trying to... He, he was being a little more aggressive than usual. So I instantly just kind of got down next to him right then. And the car, you know, was still going by 10 miles per hour, not very fast, you know, just kind of grazing by. And as soon as the car hit that spot, like, like basically was neck and neck with this thing. The light went away a little bit. The car moved, the car kept going by and it eventually crossed all the way. And when there was complete darkness, I just ran, you know, that was all I could do was I just ran. I forgot about my dog kind of, I just started running. And one thing that kind of like, I, I usually forget to bring this up until like the end of the story. One thing that I kind of noticed that I didn't really think much of until like a few days later was there was this weird humming sound. And that probably, that might not have anything to do with it because there's a lot of cicadas in our area. It could have been something like that. But there's just a weird humming sound that entire time, you know. But, you know, going back to right after the car passed, I started running. And I don't know if it was just like, I, I don't know if I was just too much in the moment or anything. But I, I, I feel like I heard aggressive movement in the trees. Like it was running out of the trees. I didn't look back at all. And even if I did, I don't think I would have seen anything. Like I said, this is a dark road. Most people would not probably want to run on it at night. But that's like my favorite time to run is when it's dark and ominous, personally. <laughs> Jeez. That's a, yeah. that's a great recipe. For... <laughs> yeah. So I ran home and that was, you know, like I said, right up the road, like literally just right up the road from where my house is. And I you know, when the front door, I was in panic mode. I was not in control. I was, I was just freaking out. And, you know, I basically flusteredly kind of told my parents what happened. My dog, he made it back home. You know, my dog was cool, didn't get taken or anything. Um, and my brother, he, he wanted to see the thing. So basically he just, he got a big knife and we kind of like a few minutes later, we went back. I can we couldn't see anything. There wasn't any kind of like trace of anything. You know, we kept hearing like movement off in the distance in the trees. I don't know if that was the same thing. I because like I said, there is wildlife. There's a lot of wildlife around here. It's not an uncommon thing to see a lot of deer and armadillos and even even foxes. We have a lot of foxes and coyotes around here actually. But I I I know that this was definitely not a coyote. So um, you know, my brother, he was, he was just kind of in like this, you know, I want to see this. He really wanted to try to see what it was, you know, 
I've never seen it again, really. Although there have been times like I'll be running and I'll I'll just I'll just hear a sound and I'll just kind of like I'll, I'll freeze up, I'll hide behind a trash can or something <laughs> just until like it's safe, you know. Because really, I don't know what this was. I mean, I like it was, but just what stood out to me was like there were no facial features. There was, it was just this silk, glossy kind of texture skin. And it was pretty tall. It had to have been tall in order for me to like really see it where I saw it because the trees, there's like this, this, this particular area, there's like this big bush section. That goes pretty tall, pretty tall vines and everything. So in order for me to see the torso up, this thing had to have been tall. And and that's that's really all there is to it. I mean, I've talked to other people about it who have had theories of like, oh, it was an alien, oh, it was a ghost. And the thing is, there really aren't any stories like that around my area, at least none that I know of. And I haven't really gone around asking or anything because personally, I'm not that worried about people thinking I'm crazy. Uh, Plenty of people around here know me well enough to where they know like, okay, I'm not losing it. But as far as I know, no one else has ever seen anything like this around here. So, so a couple things I wanted to ask you. And first off, I mean, I can't believe you're going back out jogging in the same place. Now, are you still wearing headphones while you jog at night? Or, or are you more aware, try to be more aware of? No, I, I definitely. The, the thing is, is, like, where I run, like, there's only like that little spot where I'm really in the woods pretty much. And then after that, there's just this pretty big neighborhood with street lamps and, you know, so I'm definitely not that out to like run. I mean, I guess I'm a little more vigilant kind of, if I go the opposite direction, there are less, there's a way less houses, way less lamps and all that. You know, I mean, the thing is, is like, this really was something like, I, as far as I know, no one else has seen this. Like, I mean, if, if I heard more stories, and yeah, I probably would kind of stop. You know, I mean, as far as I know, no kids have gone missing and no portals to the Upside Down have opened. So nothing like crazy is going on. But I'm totally convinced that there is a thing out there, you know. And I mean, when it comes to the discussion of the, you know, paranormal and all that, I don't have an answer for any of that. Do I believe in Bigfoot and aliens and all that? I think there's some truth to a lot of stories that that people have i mean i don't yeah i mean i mean mean, that's the thing is is look we can we're i'm here sitting here listening to you tell your story now it's like you said you don't you don't have a real answer or even maybe it sounds like even a good guess at what it may have been okay but it sounds I'm t- I take you for at your, at your word that you saw something now uh what it what it is I you know we have to try to kind of maybe you know talk through it a little bit and just see you know if like you said if somebody else hears this and has seen something similar maybe they'll have some more to add to the story you know that that clears something up but I mean I did want to so you and your brother went back there. Did yeah. you try did you try to go to the exact spot where you saw it? Like you like you said, it was like against a tree or near a tree. Did you try to go right there at that point in time? We walked into the woods a little bit, or rather he walked, I kind of stayed behind. He is kind of a 
<laughs> he he wasn't I don't know if he wasn't fully convinced or if he just really thought whatever it was he stood a chance against it but he we kind of went over there and like I said there weren't any like footprints or anything there wasn't I mean granted it was dark I really didn't know what to look for if and there was anything to look for um something else I think I realized what you're talking about when you said my brother had another experience I don't know if I talked to you about something else that happened this happened a long time ago and this might have nothing to do with it. I, I don't I don't know. But back when I was actually in middle school, and this was probably like six or seven years ago. There no, was, this is no, is this the same? You know, we're gonna is this story taking place in the same neighborhood? Yes, it is. Okay. 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 Yeah. So from from our pool, my brother and two friends, we are we were we were in our pool when I believe it was me who noticed a light in the sky and what made this light different from other lights in the sky was that it was basically just teleporting between different points in the air and i pointed it out to my brother and he pointed it out to his two friends and we just kind of stood there kind of staring at it. it was it was really far away but it was enough to kind of freak my brother out a little bit you know and like I said, this was a long time ago. This might have nothing to do with it. I, I don't know. I don't really have a whole lot of other stories about seeing strange lights in the sky. Uh, so, so you're saying the light was stationary and then would zip yeah. to one spot and stop. It, it would not. It, would, it had no motion. It would just like teleport. Just like really like so it was like. Yeah. Would it disappear or would it just. And reappear or yeah, is that what, what I, yeah. it would it would just like blink out and then almost like instantly just appear somewhere else like it was this, it was like this kind of this red tinted light almost it was it was kind of a red orangey kind of color you know and there was no movement at all it was just like there and then from point a to point b you know so like I said, that might have nothing to do with this. I like I don't know. I'm not going to try to be like, oh, I, I saw this because, you know, I, I don't know what it was. I have no idea. I mean. So did did you notice? So you go back to that humming noise that you ex said you kind of remember hearing. Do you remember like that humming noise that night while you guys were in the pool? Oh, definitely not. No. I mean, okay. Grant, like I said, that light was really darn far away in the sky we really weren't that close to anywhere to really get a good look at it i mean the humming noise though that that's something that kind of comes back to me because there there will be times i think i hear it and like i said i don't know like there's so many things in my area that could make that issue. like you know like we have like deer and i know deer kind of will make that kind of like squealing humming I don't know, but like we have cicadas, we have all kinds of insects and things that could do that. The humming sound, though, here's here's the only way I know how to describe it was it changed frequency whenever something new came into the picture. And by that, I mean. I, th I faintly heard it, and then when my dog kind of panicked, it got a little louder. And then when I shined my light, it got even louder. And when the car passed by, I couldn't really hear it as well because of the car's engine, but I could still hear it. So, in a way, it to me says that whatever this thing was, it was aware that I was there. 
And I don't know how it couldn't have been because I was coming down the hill. And here's here's the thing that really freaks me out is you got to understand, like I was there was there was a street between me and this thing there. We weren't like far apart. Think about like just your typical street in between yeah, about 20, about 20 feet, about 20 feet wide, probably. And then probably right? about I was I was close to this thing, you know. And that's why I really ran was like, I was like, oh, my gosh, like this thing is literally right in front of me. You know, I, you know, it to me now, like, it's really fun kind of talking about it almost because it's it's like some people may not believe me. Some people are going to think, oh, you just saw something strange. But the speculation is fun for me, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, because, I mean, it didn't really, I mean, you don't feel like it was aggressive towards you, except that you heard some movement in the woods afterwards and that might have been been the thing going oh my god you know as far as you know that thing might have been like oh my god this this human this this animal sees me i'm gonna stand straight as still as i can can and hopefully it'll just go away you know it might have been as scared of you as you were of it you know i mean here's here's something though that i guess i don't really consider a lot I didn't I did not see hands and I don't know if I really saw arms I'm sure I mean I saw the torso up I didn't see it move you know when the light hit it you know I saw a figure I saw something there that resembled something close to a human being something relatively humanoid you know now It's just so strange to me. The more I reminisce about it, it is just so strange to me because I can kind of like almost think of like little things that, okay, maybe that meant something more like the humming noise or, you know, mm-hmm. like face. I mean, here's the, like the, the way I can describe like the face. It was definitely a head, not a face. It was definitely a head. It was tall. It was long. You know, I well, well, when you when you guys went back out there and your brother was in there, did you kind of take note of how big that thing was compared to your brother standing about in the same spot? I'm actually like slightly taller than my brother, but when I went into that area, you know, these trees here's some. This is actually a really really good point to bring up, and I didn't even think about this till you asked that. A lot of these trees are gone now because they have like little flags on them to be cut down, and those flags were eight feet off the ground. This thing was at least a foot shorter than that probably because like just from my perspective looking at those trees so like these little like ribbons around them uh it looked like it had to have been like just underneath where one of those ribbons would have been and those rib- those ribbons they were marked at eight feet exact that way you know I, I mean i don't really know why they were like that because the entire tree got cut down you know um yeah. they've started like building in our area more and and sometimes I just I kind of think I kind of think like, OK, maybe someone's going to run into this thing because if they're tearing some of these woods down to like develop more, maybe someone will find something, you know, and it, you know. It was well, well, think about this, OK, you saw it and it's not like you went door to door and said, yeah, exactly. hey, hey, guess what I saw last night? Hey, I mean, there probably is more people that have run into it. But what do you what do you say? 
how do you how do you go about telling your neighbors without like you said they think you're crazy you know yeah i know i mean that's the thing like i'm not personally worried about that i in this area i'm not like a celebrity but i'm known by plenty of people that know i'm not insane so that Mm -hmm. way they for me like hey he's not crazy uh i mean the thing is there are some people that I know if I go to, they might know something because there's a lot of hunters. There's a lot of people who have cameras set up around this area. There is, there is specifically someone that I've, I've thought in the back of my mind. I'm not going to name them, who made jokes about seeing Bigfoot at one point with his dad. And now, the more I think about, I think, wait a minute, <laughs> hold on, that might actually, ha- that might be something there. I mean, you know, maybe like there there probably are people who have actually probably seen something. I mean, I haven't really like gone public with this. I don't really know how to do that. I don't know who to go to. Mm-hmm. Mine who's like made the joke. I mean, here's here's something interesting that was like I did tell this story to one person. A couple months ago, we had a a Bigfoot festival in our town and it wasn't like anything super big, but there was someone there who has written Bigfoot books, and I, I cannot remember his name off the top of my head. I have his business card somewhere. Now, is it somebody? F- so you're in Florida, right? Yes, I'm in the Florida area. Okay, so I mean, I know two people. I know two people in Florida: Stacy Brown or Mark Muncy. Those are the guys who, you know, Stacy Brown is the skunk ape expert uh, in Florida. He's always he's all over the place doing. Um, in fact. He will probably be listening to this episode because he because li- he also listens to, to us and Mark does too. And Mark has written a lot of books about strange things that have gone on and happened in Florida, like like it's fascinating the stories that he has. So, but uh, but yeah, I mean I know Stacy is very reputable when it comes to that, and he's he's probably got some of the best Bigfoot slash skunk ape evidence that he got in florida i mean it's an amazing uh thermal uh like video of of a bigfoot stepping between trees so yeah i mean there's those guys i mean there's some there's some guys down there that uh, know their stuff i don't i don't know who the card that you got from but like like if i was going to send you to talk to somebody it'd be one of those guys and those guys would uh i mean um, especially if, you know, <clears throat> if when you first told me this, I thought I, I was right there, like metallic looking. And, um, I, I mean, I thought, man, is this an, a- did you just see an alien, did you see an alien or like some, something from a UFO, like is in the neighborhood checking, you know, checking you out and stuff. But, um, and even when you say like the humming, like I could, I could see like, you know, maybe I'm saying this cause I just binged the whole, uh, Mandalorian series, um, last weekend because I finally signed up for Disney plus shameless plug for Disney plus in case you want to <laughs> hook me up. But so maybe like, so I'm like picturing like, is this this droid standing there that has been, you know, sent like as a, as a scout from a, from a UFO or something. And it's trying to keep quiet. And that humming is its defense mechanism because 
you know, animals do the same thing. Like they'll, they'll make noise as they feel threatened. Like your dog, your dog felt threatened and his, his, you know, he had a first had a whimper and then he started growling and barking. And the, as the, as the perceived danger went up, his, the sounds he was making went up. And so we could think the same about whatever it is that was, because because it sounds to me, it sounds to me like whatever it was you saw did not really want you to see it and was trying to, especially if it didn't move until after you know. Um, usually we hear Bigfoot stuff about Bigfoot. They're move they they step out of the way or they stand so so still you don't even see them in the first first place. You that know. Just- I'm just going to interrupt you for a second. That just kind of put an idea in my head. The thing is, when I run, I don't run with my dog. He's the only reason I saw that thing. He's the only reason I had any idea that there was something there. You know, so that mm-hmm. that puts an idea in my head. Like, maybe I've actually run past this thing multiple times. I mean. Well, the car, I- the car that went by, it did it even pause or stop or anything? Like, no. it saw something? Oh, my gosh. No, it didn't. I'm, okay, I'm going to tell you the truth. Like, I'm thinking about that, and it's. I can feel my heart basing a little bit. That's kind of a very exciting, scary idea. Like, holy crap, wait a minute. <laughs> if my dog was not with me, I would not have even stopped. I would not have, you know, shined my light or anything. I would not have been made aware at all, you know. And that really puts this idea in my head. What, what if, like, this is something that, like, I've actually missed the opportunity to see before because I didn't have my dog with me. And, like, I'm, I, you can probably hear my voice a little bit. Like, I'm actually kind of frightened thinking about that. <laughs> holy crap what is like this thing is like actually actively out hanging there out in the, hanging out in the neighborhood <laughs> just you know i mean and who knows and like you said so do you think like to to even label it like as a bigfoot slash skunk ape which is kind of what i, I know, would not think that because it didn't have hair on it it didn't have any it wasn't bulky either. It was so, it was thin, you know, it was probably about as a little bulkier than I am, I guess, but not muscular. Just, just like a, the only way I think I can describe it is it was just a really big stick figure that had no features, you know, I mean, it granted. So you saw a head, but didn't see a face is what, is what you're. Yeah. I, saw, I didn't see facial features. I mean, one, one thing though is like, here, here is one thing that kind of, kind of, has gone through my head. You know, one thing I I looked up was reptilians. You know, I don't know where to go with that. That is such an intense concept of science fiction. You know, like Bigfoot, that that's an ape. That's an ape man. That could maybe, you know, reptilians. That's a whole other ballpark of X Files. But one thing that stood out to me when I was reading through this, and I've read this so many times, is that sometimes there are reptilians who. I'm not saying I believe this. I'm just saying this is just something I'm throwing out there. Reptilians, they can kind of cover their facial features with the way they camouflage. And that's something I thought was like, holy crap, you know, what if, could this have been something that was camouflaging itself? Was it like blending into like the darkness around it? Was it something that, you know, I, I just, I really, I, I don't know. I mean, the thing is, I'm going to tell you something. I don't really get so far into the paranormal stuff that I think, oh my gosh, like there's aliens watching us right now. I'm not a huge, huge, huge believer. I think there's a lot of truth in like certain stories, but I'm telling you right now, 
when I really get into this story, I am freaked out thinking about it. You know, I'm not. Well, I sure. Can't. Well, sure. I mean, it's it's something it's something that you you know you saw, you know your dog saw. Okay, you now listen, here's the thing is you might be able to tell yourself that there was nothing there if your dog didn't sit there and growl and bark. Okay? Because from that very end, you know there's something. Now what what it is, who knows? But if you're out there by yourself, you can kind of say, ah, it's dark. The my eyes are playing tricks on me. Um, it's shadows or whatever. Um and, yeah, that's and, the thing. Like my dog yeah. scared. He was, he was, he couldn't move. He was scared. I, I'm really, I'm, I'm serious. Like, I'm really, you can hear me pausing. You can hear me kind of shivering in my voice. Like, when I really put that aspect of the story into perspective of, holy crap, this might have been something that I'm run by. It genuinely kind of frightens me. I don't feel threatened. I just feel like, holy, like, if it has, it hasn't attacked me yet, you know. Well, and and that's the thing is, so, you know, how many times have you run by it? How many times has somebody else run by it? How many times, like, or was that the only time it was there? And if you didn't happen to have your dog, it would it could, it would have got you as soon as the car went past. You know, there's so many different scenarios of what if, or, you know, they, I, it's just boggles, boggles my mind of, of, well, and that's why I would, I mean, if there's people in the neighborhood that you think you could go talk to and just say, Hey, have you guys ever noticed something, especially hunters? If you got, if you got people that hunt, they pay so much attention. I mean, their, their eye for detail and for the moment that something is different when it comes to nature is so innate that, you know, they're the ones that, that see that stuff and notice it. You know, and uh, but a lot of times, like I said, how are you supposed to how's anybody supposed to know that anybody else saw anything? I mean, there's not a community bulletin board that you're going to put it up <laughs> like, hey, did you see this thing I saw? You know, like, here's a picture of what I saw, you know, because that's the thing is, is everybody nobody wants to be that person. Um, and you say, you know, nobody thinks you're crazy. But but you also haven't gone out and said, hey, I saw this big seven foot metallic looking thing standing by a tree either, you know, <laughs> so so th- you hope that people would still uh, receive you the same way, I'm sure. But I, I definitely talk to some other people in the neighborhood, e- especially if, you know, there's people that run, you know, run at night and see if they've ever noticed anything different. I mean, really, like, the, the most people I'm really talking about it were, like, my former employees, like, fellow employees at the job I had, which I'm not going to, like, share that detail yet, or where that was yet, because that's, I feel like that might lead people to me a little bit. Um, I'll say it was a fast food chain. Uh, I talked to them a little bit about it, and no one really, like, responded with, like, doubt or skepticism. They kind of, like, took it as, okay, you know, they, they know, like, okay, if I say I saw something, I'm not making it up. I mean, you know... I well, mean, and that, that's that's the best thing about I, that is the best thing about podcasts. I got to say, is that it has opened up so the avenue for so many people to come forward and tell stories that you can't you can't throw shade on everybody that tells a story because I, people just aren't. I don't believe people are making 
all this stuff up. Okay. I do believe a lot of people see stuff and they don't know what it is they saw and they're doing the best they can to explain it. I, I have no explanation. I, I have no explanation for what you saw. I truly believe you saw something that scared you and your dog and, and you're trying to figure it out. Um, but I can only spe- I can only tell you what good is going through my head when I hear this story. And I mean, I that's what I immediately go for is something that is not probably an animal <laughs> or, you know what I'm saying? Or, or a cryptid animal that we, you know, uh, it just seems to me like it was something the way you described it, that like on the other side of the woods, might be a spaceship sitting over there. And, and here's the thing. We know there's spaceships because the, the government has come out and said, Hey, look, we have off world crafts. Well, okay. Just go out and say we have UFO, we have recovered UFOs. Okay. That's what that means. So at some point, you know, they visited our planet and why would they have stopped? You know, um, I, I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, I definitely but don't I, know how to, I don't but know. I would keep jog, I would keep jogging with my dog. I'd still <laughs> take my dog, we're, even as reluctant as the dog might be. I'd be like, hey, buddy, we're going. I think I think the dog has forgotten about it. Honestly, that was so long ago. I mean, he, he, I, I, I walked with that dog plenty. Like in the evening, he hasn't had a problem. You know, there is, I, I there are in the area there are certain spots that i feel like okay if i were to go there i might just see this thing because there are some pretty hidden areas near where i live you know and in a way i'm almost tempted i'm tempted to like you know start up the new monster quest basically and just go out there <laughs> because you know the, the thing is like even there's only there's 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 only one thing that i have found through like the paranormal community that kind of matches it and that's the rake and if it's the rake then oh I, dear it, god it's time, it's time to leave it is time to leave because <laughs> that is truly the scariest entity i can think of on land at least i mean you know it, i it, hope it, i hope the rake is is totally made up that's that's what i will say I hope that is a to- something that is totally made up because um, if that is really out there, then yes, I agree 100% with you. I mean, I'm going to tell you the truth. Like I've, like I said, since I was a kid, I've always loved like, you know, monsters and just stuff that doesn't make sense. My, my all time favorite is the Mothman. And I would never want to meet him if assuming something like that, <laughs> but it sticks with me, you know, I, I do think about it every time I run. I mean, I, I really, in a way I'm kind of hoping, okay, maybe if I really share this, maybe like someone either will know something or someone will come out and be like, Hey, you, you can come forward and be a little more public and a little less worried about talking about it. You know, you know, you know like, it'd, it'd be amazing if like, yeah, I don't know, maybe like, Something like Destination Truth just hit me up. I was like, hey, you can totally talk to us about it because we're going to go do an expedition and look for this thing. You know, that'd be awesome. That's going to happen. Well, you know, listen, you never know. Josh Gates might be listening. 
if if Josh Gage is listening and if he knocks him out of my door, then <laughs> better take it with him. I'll find a thing with him. I listen, I've been trying to get him on the show for like two years now. And I can't and he's just too busy. So if he does if I do get him, I'm saying, look, there's a dude I need you to go down and, and pay a visit to. Um, I will find you and kiss you if you make that happen. I will <laughs> Hey, believe me, you don't have to do you don't have to do but I mean, I hey, look, I would. I mean, I will. Um, I'll put you in touch with, uh, you know, Mark Muncy and, and Stacy Brown, and you can reach out to them and ask them if they, um, because those are the guys in in Florida that I know that they get these stories. They're the ones that get, especially Mark Muncy, um, when it's not more specific to like a cryptid. He he's the one that gets all these stories. They go. People call him, email him. He gets them all, and then he sifts through them. And if there's somebody then he thinks is more qualified, he passes it on to them. But I mean, there he gets stuff every day. I've tried. He's he's a good friend, and he just there's nobody more knowledgeable than him. And if you got a hold of him and said, "Well, this is where I live. This is where I'm at," he might know five stories from where you're at. That might corroborate exactly what you're saying you know because somebody in your neighborhood might have already got a hold of him and told him that they've seen the same thing so i mean so yeah i mean if that's if that's something when you do when we get when we get done here i, I will definitely give you their information if you want to reach out to them because um you just, yeah you can just dm it to me on my my account definitely i'm definitely interested in that yeah and there's, i mean there's another Oh yeah, I'm just saying. There's another page I kind of want to like reach out to. You. I don't know if you've ever heard of Beastly Pumpkin. <laughs> That's an account no. that. I... Wait, have you? No. What? No. What is that? Oh, it's it's another like cryptid paranormal investigation account on Instagram, and I was I was kind of tempted to like reach out to him because he does more like the like supernatural kind of stuff, I think. And he, you know, I don't know. He might know something. He might have some kind of story. I mean, the thing is, like, I. I I like to think that this is something beyond our understanding. I mean, I would kind of be a little disappointed if someone was like, hey, it was just me in a costume. You got Frank, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I like the idea of Holy Cup. Like, I did see something that we don't know about, you know? But at the same time, I know that's that personal bias is going to be why I might not be open to, like, hey, it might have actually been someone in a costume, you know? I, I need to stay open-minded about this. I know I do. Even though I do kind of hope, okay, this really could have been something that is beyond science. You know, it's who, who knows. I listen. I I know what you're saying. I mean, there's a there's a lot of um, there's so many things unanswered, and yes, you got to keep an open mind because sometimes the answers might not always be is is exotic is what we want them to be but you know what ultimately i think we'd all feel better if we had answers what no matter what they are as long as it's the truth you know we don't want any nonsense of you know oh it's like oh it's swamp gas or you saw the you know you saw venus in the sky or or whatever you want the truth and i think the people that know some of these answers underestimate the ability of of mankind to uh, take the truth, you know, and, and, and 
be able to handle it. You know, that's why for 70 years, the government hid the fact that there were UFOs because they thought we wouldn't be able to handle it. We'd run around with our hair, hair on fire. And there's a lot of people in the, in the Bigfoot community believe the same thing that the government knows all about Bigfoot, where they're at, they've got them, they've been hiding them from us and that we just wouldn't be able to, we wouldn't be able to take it if we knew the truth. Well, it's, that's silly because there's so many people trying to find the truth, you know, why would they think we wouldn't be able to handle the truth? So, um, I, I, I'm, I'm hoping that you are able to, uh, at least find some more information on what it is that you saw and, uh, that it's not because you run into it again or it grabs you and yanks you off the road in the middle of the night, because then we probably won't get a follow up on it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure I could handle a one-on-one with that thing. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, I'm so tempted sometimes to just go out there and just, just go for it. Just like run aimlessly in the woods and see what I run into. Cause I could, you know, it, it's like that there's like this little tick in the back of my head like i want to meet this thing i want to like i want to know like okay not for my own validation for other people but my validation for myself like okay like i saw this thing like this is like this is legit you know yep and, i mean totally, totally understand that i totally understand it and you're not alone hey look you're not alone you're definitely not alone there's thousands of people that want to do that here's something that i don't know it the more the more these kind of details I come up, the more it's going to sound like I really do get more into this stuff than I mean to. There weren't footprints. There weren't anything there. What if this thing wasn't tall? What if it was like some really short thing that was just like levitating? You know? Oh, jeez! Now you've just taken it to a whole nother, whole nother level. But I just thought it. I just thought of that. Like, wait a minute. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah. Because there wasn't any from what I could see any footprints in the mud or anything. I mean, it was. Leafy mud terrain. Usually, you probably see footprints. I mean, and the humming it, and the humming was the mechanism that was allowing it to levitate. It was. It was just there. The more I think about it, and the more I talk about, it, the more these ideas pop in my head. Like, what if? What if there was like, you know? I mean, it. It. It's so much fun to talk about it, honestly, because. I know some of my friends are going to be like, oh, he's making this up, you know, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm not, you know, I mean, I don't care if they believe it or not. I mean, personally, it doesn't really change anything. I mean, I haven't dedicated my life to finding out what this is. It doesn't really alter my life in any way. And, you know, it's just, it, it, it's it interesting to consider because really, I think there's so many people when it comes to like Bigfoot, when it comes to Loch Ness Monster and all that, there's so many bull crap people out there you know you it's it's not common for people to come forward in my opinion and say like hey i saw something but this isn't something i can find a description about anywhere else you know i mean and that's that's what really i think sets my story apart from other people that for the most part i can't find anywhere else i mean there was some people who i was talking to who thought it was a shadow people and if that's Mm -hmm. what that is then i believe this town because that's Another thing that's horrifying to me, you know, it's mm-hmm. the elements of this that make it feel like, okay, this might not have been like a typical physical entity. This could have had some kind of supernatural thing to, you know, and I do have a religious faith in my life. 
I do sometimes think, okay, there are forces that are so far beyond science and the universe that we're just never going to comprehend it no matter what. Do I think this has something to do with it? I don't know. I mean, for all I know, the mystery machine could pop up in my house any day now and, you know, Scooby and the gang is going to be out there looking for this thing. I mean, this, this is something that I, 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 do, I do think when I say I don't know and I can admit that, I think that does kind of add a level of validation to what I saw that, okay, I can't make sense of it rather than, oh, I definitely saw Bigfoot. You know, I don't have a name for this thing. I don't have a category for this thing. I mean, I you could play 20 questions with me and you would never have a name for it unless, you know, this really is something other people saw. I mean, I've, no, I, I know exactly I, I know exactly what you're saying. I mean, it, it, sometimes it is. Um, I, I understand it can be difficult when somebody says I definitely when it's we're talking about something that's relatively unknown and there's not a lot of solid evidence for if somebody declares this is exactly what I saw and this is what happened, I understand it's hard for some people to, well, you know, how do you know, you know, and it does for you to say, I have no idea what it was I saw that I I can understand. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. You, you feel like, um, because you're not saying this is, it was this or this, it adds some validity to your claim. And I'm just, you know, from where I sit, I don't question anybody's validity, but I understand what, um, you know, how it looks to some people for sure. And yeah, I do. I do think it's probably even more unnerving to not have any idea, like to be in your shoes and just be really have no idea what you saw, not even uh, any place to start. You know, I think you'd be happy. I think you'd probably be happy if you could even find a place to really start to start trying to figure out, you know, what it was you saw. So, I mean, really, that that's really all I really have to say about it. I mean, I've pretty much kind of gone through and through with it. I mean, if you have any other questions, go ahead and shoot them at me. No, that's hey, look. I think you, uh, I, th- I think you've kind of uh, covered everything. I mean, I think that um, from the way you've described what it was you saw, I, I, I'm right there with you. I can't, I can't put a label on it or even begin to. I think it's something that uh, I think it's in my book. If if I had to guess, it almost seems otherworldly to me. Is what oh yeah. I think. That's what I think. I just, I, that's all I, that's all I do that. I just. Now, I really, before, now, now, before we, before we let you go, okay, they've, this is an amazing story. And I do want to urge anybody out there who has, who's heard, who's listened to the show. If you've witnessed anything like this or experienced anything like this, get a hold of me. Because like you said, Daniel really wants to kind of, you know, start figuring something out, I think. But uh, I do want you, I want you to share though. You, when I got your message, I went, you know, contacted me on Instagram. I went to your, your page. This is a super cool page. I want you to tell everybody like what oh, it is yeah. about your Instagram page so they can go check you out on Instagram. 
Okay, yeah. So it's it's called Comic Oddity. It's a mix between the words comic and prodigy. It's just a comic book, movie news account, pretty much. It's it's doing well. I've surpassed two thousand followers, which in my opinion is okay. So, you know, definitely check that out. If anybody's interested in that kind of stuff, you know, I do collaborations and all that kind of stuff with people sometimes. Um I've been working on it for probably ever since before Christmas. So I've I've grown it in only about four months, which is surprising to me. But with Instagram's recently kind of screwed up algorithms, it's been a little harder to reach people. Um, but really it's just, you know, comics, superheroes, movies, you know, nerd stuff, uh, stuff like that basically. Hey, I look I don't know if I want to label myself a nerd. I think it's cool, though. <laughs> I think it's cool. I, I'm going to dig into it a little bit more and uh, check some check some more of the stuff out. It looks it looks pretty cool. I'd urge all of our listeners, if you're into that, you know, comics and movies and television, um, go check it out. I see a lot of superhero stuff. I see uh, some comic stuff. I mean, it, it just. I think there's something for everybody in there that likes that likes this sort of thing. So, yeah, go go support Daniel's page. Go check out his stuff and give him a follow. I'm sure you'll appreciate it, right? Oh, absolutely. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, Daniel, I I'm so glad you reached out to us, and you know, once once we get off here, I will. Uh, I'll shoot you uh, Mark Muncy's number and you can I'll let him know that uh, you may be shooting him a text. And uh, I'll tell you what, if you guys figure anything out, I want to get the scoop from both of you and have you have you guys back on and let, let's see what you found out. Totally. All right. Well, hey, thank you, Daniel, for reaching out. Thank you for spending some time and telling your story. And I, I hope we uh, hope we find some answers for you. Thanks for the opportunity. Totally. I mean, this is, like I said, this is kind of fun for me to talk about. It's a little kind of, the more I dig into it, a little, the freakier it kind of gets to me, you know? <laughs> well, like I said, be careful out there and, uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully this is just the beginning of, of uh, discovery. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the From the Shadows podcast. Until next time, never shy away from the darkness or what may be lurking in the shadows. We are out. Ha 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 ha.